Welcome to an inspirational message by Pastor Harold Weiss, Senior Pastor at Little Falls Christian Center. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for that specific song, for it forms the foundation of the message that now follows. So we pray your blessing upon your word. And with that and through that, strengthen, encourage, uplift each one in this place that they may have a future and a hope, a hope of glory in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Lord, you make all the difference in our lives. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. God bless you. May you take a seat. Now, this morning, just before I start, but let's just spend a minute on this. We're also we're wanting to really try to serve the people as best we could. As you know, we've appointed four more pastors, albeit not full-time, half of them full-time, half of them working. And um, these are a total of now with 12 pastors. That excludes Frank down there in the low felt and the missionary work that they're doing in the crusades and the feeding of the poor and all that. But here at Little Falls, we have 12 pastors, including then myself, to serve the people and to make you know that you're being served. Even your prayer cards are that important to us, very important to us. So we pray for you that you be blessed. Also, after each and every service, the pastors are ready. And as they're here, they will pray for everybody. For whatever your need is, you need not go home with a crisis. You can go home after you've had a good prayer about just that. And you might receive your blessing in the process. Can you say amen? Now the word blessing, the word blessing, that's the important word, the keynote, because it unlocks the healing power. It is the, the fundamental root below it all. You know, I've had people come to me and say, Lord, not to me, Lord, but they say, uh, I pray that the Lord would bless us. Pastor, will you just bless us? The blessing does not come cheap. The blessing is extremely powerful. It is something given by God, as you'll see today. And once that blessing comes, it touches everything, including your bodily healing. So I'm going to take you on a journey, and tonight we'll go on with this. And there will be prayer this morning for everybody. If you want the prayer directly after the service tonight, of course, we have more time and more room to minister to the people again. There will be prayer, but everybody will be prayed for when it comes to Sickness today, the anointing is the anointing to heal. The anointing to heal. So, in the book of Galatians, chapter number 3, verse number 13, it says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, the curse of the law. You read about the curse of the law, Deuteronomy chapter 28, from verse number 15 to the end of that chapter. It is extensive. It is ominous. It is something that's actually fearful if it should happen to anybody. And if somebody's under the curse that is spoken of in Deuteronomy 28 from verse 15, that person is going to live a life of misery. Everything's going to go wrong and all sorts of things of just about anything you can imagine, it's incorporated. But right there in the same chapter, Deuteronomy chapter 28, the first verse of just saying this, that it shall come to pass if you diligently heed the word of the Lord your God. 
and observe all his commandments, that these blessings will come upon you. Blessing, blessing. These blessings will come upon you and overtake you. See? These blessings will come upon you and overtake you. So Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, Galatians 3.13, having become a curse for us. For it's written, cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham, now notice that expression, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus. Those who are in Christ Jesus receive the blessing of Abraham. Now, of course, we know chapter number three, verse 29 says, but if you're in Christ, you're Abraham's seed and joint heirs according to the promise. But then you've got to be Abraham's seed. Now, the same chapter says, now we know that those who are of faith are the seed of Abraham. So if you're a believer this morning and you have faith in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, then you must know the blessing of Abraham is available to you. That unlocks this keynote man of the Bible. I stood next to his tomb in the city of Hebron and um, at the cave of Machbela, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. There was Sarah on the one side, Abraham's this side. 4,000 years like that gone by. And here I'm standing in the cave, at the cave of Machpelah. That the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit. This is the Holy Spirit. If you notice in your Bible, it would be with a capital S. Ruach HaKodesh. That the promise of the Spirit, that you may receive it through faith. Him through faith, third person of the Holy Trinity, the promise of the Spirit. The blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles that you might receive the promise of the Spirit. See, there comes the anointing right through there to pray for anybody. Right, so now we have to ask ourselves the question. Very carefully ask ourselves the question. What is a blessing? Now, a lot of people, you know, just say, Pastor, bless, bless me. They have not got an idea what they're actually asking me. Because there are people that can bless. And there are people that can receive by faith that blessing. There are people that have the endowment of the Holy Spirit for that. See? And it does not come cheap. It comes at the price of the blood of Jesus Christ on the cross. Let me just go straight on with us. Genesis 1, chapter number 1, verse 26. And God said, then God said, let us make man according to our image and according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the air and over the cattle of all the earth over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. Have dominion over those things. The Latin word for that is dominus, from which we get domini, domini, the one who has dominating power over that which is listed here. 
chapter number 128. Then God blessed them. Then God blessed them. And God said to them, be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, subdue it, have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the face of the earth. Five things. Be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, subdue it, have dominion, and then we have the list of what follows when God blesses something. Now, when we look at the word blessing, now, at once, one would understand in the most simplest of terms that it's like, well, if I'm blessed, I said, oh, somebody, oh, I'm blessed. Oh, I'm just blessed. It means like kind of, they felt that they were now happy because they were blessed. They felt very peaceful about that, that they were now blessed. But they have not an idea of the, excuse me, the depth of the word. You know, they talk about biblical archaeology. These days I talk about Word of God archaeology. When you study the Word, you go deep on this, you find out. Now the word blessing is a word that is in the first place in its true application. I can bless the Lord. Oh, I will bless the Lord and give Him glory. Blessing is, I bless the Lord, it's part of praise and worship. I bow my knees, I clap my hands, I lift my hands, and I sing a song, I worship God. I will bless the Lord. How many of you can say, bless the Lord? Oh my God, oh my soul, and all that is within me, bless His holy name. But now here's when the thing gets very, very powerful. Blessed be the name of the Lord, both now and forevermore. It gets very powerful when it concerns God and you. Here is where the channel opens. Now, a lot of people miss that. And they live a life of, one book that we read was living above the level of mediocrity. When you see the verb, and I'm reading here from the Halot, the Hebrew dictionary, the word means to endue, literally to clothe, like you put on a mantle. Now you remember the mantle of Elijah. Enduing, endued, with the object, literally endow or to provide a person who is now blessed of God with a quality or an ability that he would not have had before. The blessing brings the transformation. When you talk about the blessing of Abraham, now we know that if we think about Abraham just for one second, Genesis chapter 24 verse 1. And now the man, Abraham, was 
very old. And the Lord had blessed him in all things. Now check that out in the Hebrew. It says absolutely everything. The man Abraham was very old and well advanced in age. For the Lord God had blessed him in all things. Not some things, all things. In much, in as much as, I think now just coming to mind is Genesis 20. Where he goes with Sarah to the, the place of Abimelech, the king Abimelech. And the land of the Philistines there at that time there. They took Sarah for the king. And then God appeared in the dream to Abimelech in the night and says, let that man go for he is Hanavi. He's a prophet. And he will pray for you that you may be healed. Verse 27 there. Genesis 20, 27. And Abraham prayed for Abimelech, and the Lord healed him and all of his house, and him and his wives and his concubines started having children from there. Abraham, with the blessing of Abraham, bang, he unlocks the blessing because God had a covenant with Abraham known as the Old Covenant. And we are still the seed of Abraham. Romans chapter number four, verse one, what shall we say then? Concerning Abraham, who is the father of us all according to the faith. The father of us all according to the faith. Seed of Abraham. Blessing of Abraham. That blessing is a totality blessing. I was just reading here. This here is the complete Hebrew Bible. You listen to that totality. I sent you a verse yesterday. It says here, in the book of Proverbs, chapter number 10, verse 22, it says, the blessing of Adonai, Adonai, it means Lord. The blessing of the Lord is what makes people rich. And he doesn't, Jewish translation here, pure Jew. And he doesn't mix sorrow with it. He doesn't mix sorrow. He makes you rich, he doesn't mix it with sorrow. That's how God works. Can you say amen? For God to bless, halot, means to endue someone with special power or ability or abilities. Think now of the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Number two, to declare an object to be endued with a special power. If you think about um, the book of Luke, chapter 24, verse 49, where Jesus says these words, I'm thinking the Amplified Bible, the New Amplified Bible, he says, he says, now listen carefully. He says, now listen carefully. You must remain in Jerusalem until you are endued with power, until you have received power, until the Holy Spirit has come upon you. Now that word upon there links right back into the Hebrew. 
Sí. To induce someone with special power. Number two, to declare the object to be endued with special power. Basically the same thing. In other words, the blessing of the Lord upon your life makes you able to do but anything as you follow the leading of the Holy Spirit with the blessing of Abraham upon your life, you will be successful. Case in point. Now I might as well give the Lord a praise offering. Now, then God blessed them. Genesis 1, 28. Then God blessed them. Barach. Barach is the word in Hebrew for blessing. That means the person who is to be blessed at once receives. Remain in Jerusalem until you're endued with power. Stay and wait. Be in the presence of the Lord. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall rise up with wings like eagles. They will not be like a bunch of chickens that always stay on earth's surface. They will rise up with wings like eagles. The word wait upon the Lord in the Hebrew means literally intertwined with God, like a woven cord. And God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful. That's a blessing. Increase and multiply. Become much, become great. Subdue, kavash, which means to subdue things, take control of the situation, and then have dominion over that. It's the next thing. Over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the face of the earth. Let me tell you something. We're not scared of lions. Lions are scared of us. Who made a lion? We're not scared of snakes. Snakes are scared of us. They sail away. They're frightened by the people. Can you say amen? Now, therefore, there has of necessity got to be somebody in the first place endued with a power who can then Pray for the power that God would give that ability and bless. That God would do the blessing. So we see in, in the book of Hebrews chapter 7, there's a man called Melchizedek, the king of Salem, which is the king of peace. Now most scholars these days agree that was the pre-incarnate Jesus in the Old Testament. And he met G, uh, Abraham on the way after a battle that he had delivered Lot and his family from those kings in the Salt Valley. 
And there was the war. Abraham raised up men from among his old flock, trained them up, and went to war with them. He returned. He met with Melchizedek, the king of Salem. And then he gave Melchizedek a tithing of everything that he had gained in that battle. Right there. Then Melchizedek blessed Abraham of God. Covenant man. Covenant man of faith. And he believed in him and it was accounted to him unto righteousness. Verse 7, that's in Hebrews, chapter number 7, verse 7. Now, without contradiction, the lesser is blessed by the greater. In this case, one even greater than Abraham, in this case, that blessed him. So the blessing was released right there. The blessing makes every, but every, but every difference in your house, in your total life, in terms of anything that you own. You want the blessing of the Lord. We spoke about the beginning of the month. You want God to bless you in this month. And the wonderful thing about it is that things go in directions, but God is in control. Now watch this when you talk about healing. I want to take you to Isaiah chapter number 53. In Isaiah chapter number 53. And I want to take verse number five. We can take it from the beginning of the chapter, but I would rather take from verse number five. We'll get back to that at some other time, particularly now with what happened from the cross to the throne, which starts. Chapter number 53, and the first verse to read actually is verse five. But he was wounded for our transgressions. Notice now, he was bruised for our iniquities. That means ongerechtigheden, unrighteous deeds. Righteous is to be just or in right standing with God. Unrighteousness is iniquity. Now, notice the next word here. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. Now, I want to go with you to verse number four. Surely he, notice now, has borne our griefs. Let's just take a look at you and your physical body. He has borne our griefs and he carried our sorrows. Now, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. But he was bruised, wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. 
go back there. Surely he has borne our griefs. Now I need to stop there. There are sometimes I come across words that I have said, why did they translate that word like thus or like thus? And I remember when I was in the AFM Theological College, that was like in 1982. And uh, I then spoke there to the ministers and uh, I said, why did they translate, I'm not going to get into the verse, I'm going to have to pull into that verse to explain it to you. It, by using that word, word, where everywhere else they're using another word, now they suddenly talk about something else. And one of them was busy with a Greek doctorate, another one was a Greek doctorate. They couldn't answer me. They don't know. But I think that people sometimes look at what other people translated something as, and then they just follow suit. Surely is born our griefs. That word griefs literally means sickness, disease, and suffering. Literally, that's what it is. Chali, Hebrew chali means that. Can't. Now, why do they say griefs? So I just, I mean, I look at this, and I look at the Greek, and I look at the, the Hebrew action, and I look at it again, and I look at it again, and there it is, chali, you know, it's just like, and I, I, I look at the, the text here, the, as it reads, nasa cholia, choliei, choliei, actually, in the Hebrew now, nasa choliei, he is born our choliei, griefs, that word grief, I then looked and I saw here is, I've got Dake's Bible open. Those of you, how many of you know the Dake's Bible? Now like he keeps you, he makes you burn the midnight well, this guy. But he's long gone to be with the Lord. He says, uh, grief defined. The Hebrew word cholib or malady or disease, affliction, sickness, illness. The word grief and griefs should have been should have been trans-organized by many versions that follow. As in point three below, Christ was not only acquitted with diseases and sicknesses in the sense of being able to discern and diagnose them, but by being familiar with them in others, he actually bore them in his body while hanging on the cross, becoming a substitute for others. The word malady, holy, malady, affliction, illness, disease is exactly what the dictionaries are telling me. So he has borne our sicknesses. And now we go to the next one and carried. Notice the word carry. Think of carrying of the cross. Yet we esteemed him stricken. He carried our what? Makhova is the Hebrew word for them. And that word, if I look at, is the Hebrew writing on straight in front of me, it literally means pain and the suffering of pain when you are sick or you have a disease or there's some form of a malady of a pain of a skit. He bore our sicknesses 
And he also did the same with our pains. So what's pain doing in your body? See? But the iniquity of us all was upon him. By his stripes, we are healed. There's another very interesting verse. I just want to show you this. And by stripes we're healed. Then it says, The Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. That laid on him immediately takes you to the cross where he is. The punishment of our peace was upon him. So he's under the power of the cross and he has suffered for once and for all, if you can believe, he has suffered for your sicknesses and for the pain that come that is associated with any form of malady. Can you give the Lord a praise offering right now? <laughs> Amen. So if you take a close look at this, you begin to understand that... It is very clear, particularly in the Hebrew. I sit there and I think to myself, Lord, 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 why did they just, maybe they just looked at what's in the authorized version or the first of the King James original translation and then the English that came out of there that actually became the standard of the English language. Everybody just goes the same direction. It's like the Greek word pistis for faith. Now, you know, you have, you have love, joy, peace, patience, forgiveness, and kindness, faith, humility, and self-control. Not faithfulness. Faith. The Greek word is pistis. Pistio. Pistis. The root of that says, part of the fruit of the Spirit. Hallelujah. Part. Must be careful with a P or with a T, letters. If you go too loud, then it makes that. Part of it all was that you would understand that the fruit of the Spirit incorporates faith. And faith can grow. Faith can increase. Faith is a part of the fruit of the Spirit. And it can grow if you feed it with the Word of God. Because faith comes by hearing, hearing by the Word of God. Now, very important here to realize is if you look at the Hebrew or go to a Jew, let them read it for you. They'll tell you the same thing. In fact, I have it here in the Jewish Bible. Why not read the Jewish Bible? Well, I'm so glad you said that to yourself. It says here, in fact, verse 4, Isaiah 53, 4. This is the complete Jewish Bible. In fact, it was our diseases that he bore and our pains from which he suffered. Jewish Bible. Jewish Bible. Isaiah. Jewish Bible. So my dear friend, every kind of disease, that includes COVID, that includes whatever variants thereof, and monkeypox. Hallelujah. If you have faith to believe, 
the Son of God will set you free. Why? Because it's been paid for. It's done. And every time you experience a pain, the pain has been paid for. 100%. The, the account is settled. It's over. Now remember what I told you last week about the tongue. Because I can, I can, I can spill a whole lot of toxic, toxic stuff over my body by just talking negative stuff. Man, you know, it's just like, we are kingdom of God citizens. And as kingdom of God citizens, we have a powerful, a very powerful manual that gives us, namely the Word of God. The whole Bible gives us a value system, gives us a priority system. Are you listening to me? Tells you right from wrong. Tells you what is sin and what's not sin. So I go mess around with that and people do, and people do. And then they spill that toxic stuff over their bodies, and then they become sick. Now I go to somebody and say, why are you smoking? Or somebody comes in, and he sees the doctor, and he's full of, he's got trouble with his lungs. Well, first question I ask you, I haven't got a chimney on your head, so why are you smoking? Look, it's coming out of your mouth. Might as well build an exit there. And then begin to suffer from some form of lung condition. And then afterwards say, Pastor, pray for me that I may be healed. Well, first and foremost, you need to pray for such a person that he may be healed from stupidity. Just like that. Just like that. Because if you know what to do and you don't know what you need to do, then it is not wise. It is unwise. In the modern world, we'd call it stupid, but it's really to be unwise. And then he says, well, you know, I want you to pray for me. Pastor, I want you to pray for me. I'm going to. One guy came to me with his fifth marriage, wanted me to pray for him. For he said, you know what, my previous wife, she was very difficult. The one I'm married to now, she's very aggressive, you know. The third one, she was the one that was so understanding of me. Right? A little sweetie pie, that one. The second one, we just didn't, we just didn't, didn't, nothing worked. The first one was cheeky. Now, I'm going to marry again. Will you pray a blessing over me? Have you ever cast a demon out? The man left my office at a high speed. You see, you can't do those things and say, Lord, heal me of my lungs while he's destroyed his own lungs. Now, God can do a sovereign miracle, but notice that he bore our sins in his own body on the tree. That, I'm reading of 1 Peter 2 verse 24, that we having died to sins, might live to righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. See? Now, put this together with 
Of course, I started with Galatians 3, 13 and 14. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law, having been made a curse for us, is that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles. See, the blessing. Not a curse, the blessing. How blessed? Totally blessed, Abraham. That we might receive the promise of the Holy Spirit. The empowerment of the Holy Spirit. And I'm saying to you now, people come to me and say, Pastor, bless me. You know, I say this, a blessing from God above is not cheap. There needs to be a proper commitment to the Lord. There needs to be repentance. There needs to be a humility. And then if everything is right, you can proclaim a blessing. So when it comes to healing, if you've been endued, if you have been blessed, I prayed for nine months, like nine, eight hours a day on average, before I saw the first miracle breakthrough in my personal life. I couldn't understand it until one day it just exploded around me. Nine months of intense prayer. Then God endued me with the necessary ability. When it comes to every man, he equips you with a special ability to do what you're doing really good. He will open up doors. He will give you the ability to meet all the demands of your future. Amen. Amen. I close with these words, you know what, once many, many years ago, and I'm glad it was many, many years ago, I got myself all negative. And I tell you, this wife of mine, she got hold of me. And then after that, I've never, ever been negative again. <laughs> never again. Big repentance. We go forward. You put your hand on the plow, on the plow. And you go, you don't look behind you. You move on because the Lord is with you. Who can be against you? If the blessing of Abraham is upon you, what then do you still lack? If you are blessed with the blessing of God Almighty, you have that ability. Stand up, give the Lord a good praise offering in this place right now. Amen. 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 That's right. Give the Lord a good praise offering right now, everybody in this place. No matter what the devil says, he has fully paid for both your sicknesses and your pains that accompany that. And today, by his stripes, you are healed. Can you say amen to that? Amen. Now, before I bless you, the pastors will come to the front now. They will pray for you if you need a prayer for anything. And so I'll see you tonight as I continue with the next dimension that now comes out of this and then washes into revelation of the Spirit. The Lord bless you and the Lord keep you. The Lord lift up His countenance over you. Have His face shine towards you and grant you peace, eternal salvation. In the name of God, the Almighty Father, the Son of God, the Lord Jesus Christ, 
and the Holy Spirit. All God's people said, Amen. For more teachings like this and other material, please visit our website at www.littlefallsonline.com.